Kay takes the letter out to read it again. First step, you get a train to Cork. I can tick that box. Smiling, she sits and watches the fields flying by, autumn colours creeping into the countryside. I'll be in France for the winter. Hopefully it'll be a bit warmer than the Irish winter. I have to get myself to the bus station, about a 20-minute walk, where I have to meet up with a guy called Tony. Then we will travel to a place called Crosshaven. I will spend a couple of days readjusting to being Paula, getting used to speaking French and German again. The train now pulling into the station, Cork the last stop on the line, Kay looks around to spot a local, catching up with a young girl. Hi, could you tell me how to get to this bus station? The girl smiled at her and said, I have to walk past it, you can tag along with me, girl. I'm Maura. I'm Paula. Thank you very much. Where are you heading? Not a lot of petrol at the moment, so the buses are a bit dodgy, said Maura. I'm meeting up with a friend at the station, answered Kay. Have you been here before? asked Maura. No, I'm looking forward to it no end, said Kay. They walked on making happy conversation. I'm about to join up and I can't wait, said Maura, now full of questions about army life. You might prefer to be a land girl. A friend of mine is and she loves it. The army can be very restricting if you're used to wide open spaces. It suits me, but not everybody, said Kay. I've had enough of the land and it's the army for me, said Maura. They said their goodbyes at the station and said they would keep an eye out for each other in England. Not much chance of seeing me in England, thought Kay. Oh, I will have to be more careful. That was a big slip-up, thought Kay. When in uniform, I must remain Kay. What are the chances of meeting up with a girl in Cork that was joining up? Hi, Paula, said a man, as if he knew her. Hi, Tony, so lovely to see you again, said Paula. They hugged. Then starting to walk towards a wall with two bikes parked against it. As Paula looked at the two bikes, a feeling of horror passed through her. Looking at Paula's expression, Tony asked, You can ride a bike. I'm afraid I've never been on one. Most people use roller skates to get around Dublin at the moment. If you're lucky, you can catch onto a back of a lorry and get to work in no time, laughed Paula, trying to make light of it. Pat had also had a bike. I could kick myself for not bothering to learn to ride it, thought Paula. Paula marvelled at the ease Pat biked and roller skated everywhere. God, I hope he hasn't got roller skates, panicked Paula. I've never been on them either. Okay, said Tony. We will have you riding a bike in no time. Now first you must get the feel for the bike. Ah, the saddle is too high. It'll only take a moment to sort that. 
He opened a bag on the back of his bike, taking out a little yellow metal box and said, You can go nowhere on a bike without one of these and a pump. Now, I will hold your saddle as we ride up and down here till you get your confidence, Paula. Paula was not a natural and it took quite some time. You're ready, finally announced Tony. I will ride so I can hold your saddle, so you need not worry. Make sure you don't jam on the brakes. Everything nice and easy. They set off at a steady pace. Soon Paula was enjoying the feeling of freedom, not realising that Tony had long since let go of the back of her saddle.